You're listening to Brumpod, the podcast for small businesses by small businesses. Discussing the topics that matter to you because they matter to us, including marketing, networking, generating business awareness, as well as covering various business tools and technology. Brought to you by Brummies Networking, the home of free, stripped-back business networking. Produced by Happy Content Co. Welcome to episode five of Brumpod. I'm here as ever with Jason, Ewan and Danny. Hello. 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 So we've entered December already. I refuse to believe it. And Christmas, apparently people tell me, is coming up fairly soon. And we're prepping ourselves for our own Christmas do on the 5th. As of recording now, we're on Monday the 3rd at 2 o'clock. So yeah, it's it's nice, isn't it, to have a little meet-up at Christmas? Especially when small exactly. businesses are uh, working by themselves and there aren't any big Christmas do's to go to. And there's only two tickets left, so uh, so book now while you still can. Absolutely. And there is a waiting list, so if, there, if it is booked up, then uh, if there are any cancellations, then you will hopefully get notified. <laughs> yeah, but it's good to have a Christmas event. Because, I mean, like you were saying before, um, the whole point of networking is a lot of people, it's it's their own business. They're working from a small office, small group of people, can get a bit lonely and insular. And it's it's, it's just a great opportunity to just get out there with all the people that you, you know from the networking scene and just have some fun. Yeah. And it makes the end of the year a bit more chilled out as well, without having to be focused on hardcore business stuff. Uh, yeah. It's nice just to let your head down a bit and just think, yeah, it's been a good year. Let's just have a drink. <laughs> and yeah. the other thing at this time of year, of course, is that every mood, it's not that in July you suddenly think, oh, it's holiday time, I can go out and celebrate. Because nobody else is then. Don't they? Oh, it's just me then. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's that's every night for you, Rich. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's a good point. It's a nice communal shared experience. And you know, when when you are sort of working for yourself or you're working in a very small group, it's yeah. You you look forward to the Christmas networking events and sometimes you see a side of a networking contact you don't see for the rest of the year. That's very true. And I'm not looking at you either much. Yeah, and not always a good side. There's the whole thing about uh, whether you still treat Christmas networking events with the same reverence you're supposed to t- treat all the other ones. Or say reverence, professionalism. Yeah. People people let their hair down a bit more. They have a drink. Um, I suppose it's the same rules as an office Christmas party, which is you're still going to have to see these people... Um, in a on a professional level in January, so uh, behave and, yourself and just stay away from the photocopier. Yes, but to I, be if, honest, if I've anything, not seen many photocopiers at networking events. I'll be completely honest. Oh, you're going to the wrong events then. <laughs> but in some ways, it could be better to do networking at in you know around the Christmas period because as soon as people have had a drink, you're going to then start to see who the real person is. So if yeah. you're not quite sure about a person, you know, and that could work, you know, good or bad. If someone is a little bit too reserved or stuffy during the rest of the year, but they sort of loosen up a bit and you can see the fun side of them, and you're a fun business and you want to work with fun people, that could work in your favour. But equally, if 
you've got a slightly darker side to you, then your demons could start showing. So if anything, it's it's a good little eye opener to uh, just to see people at their most authentic, in a way. Yeah. The well, uh, the idea that this is what the Russians do because they can't trust their legal system, that if you want to enter a contract with them, they invite you across, pour vodka down you, and, and see what kind of person you are underneath. That's one hell of a it's not party. My, my, that's not my own experience, you understand, <clears throat> but it's something I... <laughs> yeah, a, a friend told you. <laughs> <laughs> of course, if you do find yourself um, feeling uptight and not relaxed at the networking event, you just need to come along to Brummies, where we're friendly and marvellous, and we'll generally help you. <laughs> Well, this is, yeah, this is the thing. I mean, we we have to be, you know, slightly careful with without going along the lines of uh, slandering anybody. And given everyone, everyone at networking has a networking past and all the different sort of meetings that people attend over the years. Uh, and yeah, I, I've I've been networking for about sixteen years or so, and I've seen all sorts, and I've been to all sorts of events, and now. I know the style of networking that I like. Um, I've been to all sorts of some of those events. Well, you have, yeah. You, you're the one that sticks out like a sore thumb. Uh, in a good way, mostly. Um, but, yeah. Is there a good way for a sore thumb to stick out? Ooh, well, there's a question for another in. day. <laughs> yeah, my doorbell's just gone. Hold on a second. I'm Somebody come to answer out. your question, because none of us have <laughs> If that was the dog, I'm going to be really impressed. Probably Amazon for next door. Yeah. I've no idea what I ordered from Amazon, but I guess it's going to be really nice. <laughs> I'll open it later. Have you checked the address? Because you and Reckons it was for next door. No, it's definitely for me. In fact, I'm going to open it and see what it is. Yeah, come on. Unboxing. Yeah, live, uh, on, live uh, on a podcast. Unboxing really works well on the podcast. That's audio. <laughs> audio. <laughs> As a, as a topic for next time, audio unboxing. Is it a waste of time? <laughs> With audio description. Right, I kid you not, it has arrived in a box that is probably about as big as a sofa cushion. And inside, once I've taken all the packaging, Micro SD is card. a pair of drumsticks. Nice. I kid you not, a pair of drumsticks that could have been posted through the letterbox. Well, you've undone me, because whatever it was, I was going to say it was very rock and roll, and it actually is. It is very rock and roll. <laughs> so we've had a Christmas unboxing, a Christmas present being opened live on air. Wow. This is nice. In fact, I'll, I'll raise that's... you that, your drumsticks in a massive box, because uh, I, think, I can't remember if it was last year or the year before, I was selling a few bits and bobs on eBay, uh, and I didn't have any bubble wrap, so I had to order a biggish roll of bubble wrap from Amazon uh, and it arrived in a box protected by bubble wrap the, yes. the irony was delicious it, it, massive box, big roll of bubble wrap protected by paper and bubble wrap because I do not want that bubble wrap getting damaged well no, it might just have been wrap if it hadn't been protected it might have been free, it might have been like you know, 4% extra free and you just missed it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it could have been worse. It could have gone to the neighbours and they just said, I'll just pop it in a corner over there. And, you know, like three hours later. <laughs> I haven't got time for that. I've got all the 57 deliveries to make. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yes, back to Christmas networking. Um, I can't remember where we left off. 
to be honest, neither can anyone else. So um, we could start over again. Oh, God, no. Oh, right. no, let's not. I think the whole point was that Christmas networking, like Christmas parties, it's a little bit more relaxed, a little less formal. You get to see a side of people that maybe they don't show for the rest of the year, and uh, or they get to see a side of you. And uh, the question you've got to ask yourself is, what side are you going to show? So how yeah. relaxed do you want to be? Because you are going to have to be professional again in January, and uh, yeah, you don't want to uh, you don't want to embarrass yourself. Okay. Yeah, I think the rule of thumb is don't do anything that you wouldn't be ashamed to see on a photo on Facebook. Exactly. A lot of Christmas events, it's more likely that alcohol is going to play a factor in it, especially if it's an evening one. And yeah, you'll 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 spend time with people in a different sort of setting and environment, and you may have to decide whether you still like that person. Or if there's alcohol or the morning one, then you know we won't judge. But you know, go for it. Well, to be fair, you can you can have the positive spin as well. Somebody that you've been meeting at the same event for ages, and you've thought they're a fairly nice person, might actually turn out to be an absolute scream. And you never realised it before, and it might completely revolutionise your relationship to them. Yeah, that's very true. So you can take the positive as well. You know, some people are very well behaved, and then you think, you know what, this person is awesome on a night out. I'm going to have to get to. Uh, I'm going to have to make a point of spending more time with them next time we uh, we catch up. So it can be a good thing as well as a bad thing. Just every now and then you will get somebody where you think, oh, God, I don't want to see. You know, you never want it that bad that you don't want to go back to an event, either because they'll be there or the person that did the bad thing realises they shouldn't show up again. So we've got a phone and a doorbell now. Yeah, Sorry, guys. <laughs> um, it, it might, that, that harks back to your point earlier about it being... Um, a useful event for people who don't have, um, you know, they work alone or in very small groups and don't yeah. have the usual sort of office party. Um, you know, start of beautiful friendships. I've met Richie through networking and consider him the person I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's very true. We Yeah, we only met through a, uh, a Christmas party and uh, yeah. and for whatever reason you just haven't left. No, uh, it's because I'm so desperately lonely. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's the thing. And, and again, and equally, you know, we became mates, and then I then started using you for all my web stuff. So yes, it worked. And that, that wasn't enough. purely out of uh, you know any sort of bribery. Pity. That that was or pity. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> there's always an element of that, but you know, you can't have it all. But yeah, yeah, th things do happen just from having a. Casual chat at random nights out involving copious amounts of milk <laughs> or squash. But yeah, I, I think it's, it's nice to get out and about, so especially around the Christmas period, and especially when you are either a one-man band or a two-man band or someone that in a very, very small micro company because chances are you're not going to be doing your own Christmas dues. Or if they are, they're going to be very small. So yeah, and we've we've got our... Christmas do, and as I've just said that, there's been another ticket pinging through, so there's probably about one ticket left now. But yeah, it is it is nice to have a little okay, Christmas get together. So, so when are the what are the best sort of Christmas networking events? Because as ours are in the evenings, 
deliberately because people can finish work, have a drink, let their hair down a bit, have a laugh. But afternoon ones, I mean, there are, we've we've still got the the last brummies of the year on. Uh, is it the twelfth, eleventh, eleventh, second Tuesday of every month? So that will be the eleventh. And again, it'll be a Christmas one, but uh, it'll be during the daytime from 10 o'clock onwards as normal we're gonna have mince pies i assume and we're gonna have a bit of a laugh but you know it's it's not gonna be a, a full-on christmas bash no santa suit no tinsel oh All right. unless you've got a santa suit lying around that you're not using you said you wouldn't say anything <laughs> he's wearing it now isn't he yeah. <laughs> that thing went on on the 1st of December and it's staying on till January 6th <laughs> but yeah uh, I, I, I like mornings which is unsurprising given our meetings are during the morning uh, but I think yeah the, the casual type of event for me does seem to fit well as an after work thing uh, yeah. 5 onwards does seem to me a pretty good time because then people aren't thinking about work. Then they've finished up for the day and they're done. They're not thinking, oh, they've yeah. got to get back for like a lunchtime event or something like that. They haven't got to get back to the office. Or if they have, if they don't need to get back to the office, they're not worrying about not being in the office for the entire afternoon. So, yeah, I, I think early evening for those sort of events work pretty well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because most, most evening networking events are not what you'd consider formal. I don't mean like, dinner jacket and tie but there's less of an agenda to them there's if, if, if there's a sit-down meal there's probably not a keynote speaker a lot of times in the evening it's it's those kind of events are more sort of have a drink mingle make friends kind of things where a lot of your daytime networking events are a lot more structured as isn't but yeah. in general particularly breakfast yeah. networking ones they're incredibly structured most of so the time. do 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 you think that evening networking events of that informal kind are in terms of doing business yeah i think in terms of christmas networking events i've not really heard of a successful breakfast christmas networking event it's they, they might happen around christmas time but they're not normally themed and it's still going to be exactly like the other 11 that preceded it but yeah in terms of evening events you can yeah you, 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 they, they tend to be a lot more relaxed the december ones tend to be more of a focus on fun than the actual networking especially when some some of the groups that are more results driven where they track the introductions and the revenue pass and all the rest of it even those in december tend to just sort of wind down should we say take take the rest of the year off kind of approach mm-hmm. yeah and i think this sort of line of thinking does sort of fit well into our kind of second topic which flows more as one really is what makes a good networking event and in our opinion it is a networking group is only as good as its members yeah and i think that's and true you, for any event well you take uh, a lot of the subscription based networking groups you will have people join they'll then get busy successful overloaded whatever reasons they leave when they leave the dynamic of the group changes so you will have some groups that they'll they'll be really good for a while and then you might hear phrases like oh they've gone off the boil or it's not been the same since what's his face left 
So there is a real element of, um, yeah, like a chain's only as strong as its weakest link. You can have a very successful group that radically changes because it's either you've got good people leave or you have the wrong people join. Yeah. And I mean, we've, I won't, obviously you can't name names, but everybody can imagine at least one person that's come to a networking event and they're like a personality vacuum. Yeah. Or you know that their work is so terrible that you couldn't, in all good conscience, refer them to anyone. And and if you don't know that person, it's you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'll get me coat. (laughs) But you do have that point where that person can actually make a networking group really uncomfortable. Yeah. Because they're desperately working the room and you're trying to avoid confronting them about the fact that they're really not right. Um, I mean, some groups are very sort of blunt and they'll refuse membership of people they don't think are appropriate. But on the other hand, if it's an open networking group, you you can't really refuse them entry. And if it's a paid-for networking group, well, they've paid their money. So what are you going to do? Kick them out and give them their money back? I, don't, I can't recall a, a time I've ever heard any group doing that. A lot of the time it's a case of... They just basically wait for these people to uh, get nothing from the group and drift. But it's the it's the negative sort of drag that they can put on a group that causes the damage before they get the message and go. Yeah. I mean, you can have star performers. Look at the we do the Christmas awards every year. You know, remember we do the cheerleader award. You know, somebody that really bigs up the group. Or last year we had the Sunbeam Award, and it was for somebody that really made the. It, it a pleasant event to attend. Yep, so you yep. can have really, really good members who will really, you know, sing your praises or they, they, they work hard and it, they make the group work. They're brilliant to have. And yeah, if and you get they become our the, biggest advocates because it does our job for us. Exactly. And those people, when they get as much out of the group as you do, it's, it's a joy to, to come in and you look forward to the events. So, it really is a case of you have to find the right people and you have to keep them because they only stay in a group as long as the group works for them. So you, you know, there's an element of protecting your membership, which when it's a subscription group and it's a very structured group, you can manage out non-performers. And yeah. even some very nice people have had to leave those kind of groups because they're not able to deliver the results for the rest of the group. And with a lot of free groups, they'll they'll flitter around. And unless they find somebody that will take them under their wing and show them how networking works, they'll get nothing out of it and go in due course. But, you know, everyone's been to an event where there's a room full of people that don't know what they're doing and the organizer doesn't know how to organize. And it just looks painful to watch. Yeah. I think it's it's different mentalities as well because we 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 get a lot of people that come to our events that have been used to a very a very different form of networking, and it's either yeah. been very structured or very formal or dare I say groups and organisations that are very much different to us. Yeah, and and some of those structured ones work, especially if somebody doesn't know how to network. It teaches them a way to network now. If for some trades and industries and sectors, that way really works for them. 
that's why some of these groups are very successful and for other people it doesn't and yeah there's a culture shock when people come to brummies because they they're expecting a keynote speaker or a powerpoint presentation halfway through and they yeah. don't get it it is a case of here's a group of people can i make you some introductions that might be useful to you who are you and what do you do yeah absolutely and and it, it does work because people keep coming back, but it's radically different to, to some of the others. And again, for some people that crave that structure, they probably come in and just think, oh, this is a bit too loose and maybe it's not right for me. Maybe we don't see them again. But on the other hand, if it's not right for them, you don't necessarily want them in the room trying to impose a structure that they're never going to get. No, and that's the thing, you're never going to get any networking event that is a one-size-fits-all. It just won't yeah. ever happen. And one of the great things about Birmingham is that you have a variety of, of different networking events at different times and in different styles that people just need to find the one that, that suits them. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you could potentially you... network every day, couldn't you, at some point during the day? There's bound Sometimes to be something it feels day. that I do. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but you do have you. You've got breakfast networking events. They're normally typically, um, well, obviously because it's breakfast, it's a sit down. So you're at a table with other people. You have to introduce yourself to each other. The obligatory exchange of business cards. Then someone will stand up and introduce the sponsor or keynote speaker. They'll rattle through what they do. Everyone will pretend to be interested, and then they have to get out and get back to their desk for you know for their grown up job. You can then go out to a daytime event. Um, there's some lunch, you know, lunch events, which is basically similar to breakfast, but later in the day. And then you've got your evening <laughs> hey, events. Thanks for explaining what lunch is. That was, that was really useful. Yeah, but, you know, it's, it's not like, uh, it's just a repeat in the formula. You don't tend to get an, an evening dinner networking event in the same kind of way a lot of that is more uh, um like we said about the christmas party just a lot more sociable yeah and yeah. you have to find the one that suits your company best i mean it's what i love about ours being in the daytime is we get people that take time out of their business to work on their business it's not so much of the hobby jobbers that have to be back at their call center desk for 9 a.m you know a lot of people that yeah. come to our event are serious about their business yeah, I, the, in, in the past, the I had a couple gone. I was going to say the different styles aren't mutually exclusive either. There's plenty of people who uh, come to Brummies and, and love our format. You know, the, our numbers speak for themselves um, in those terms. But, you know, they do B&I and things as well, the, the, as structured as it gets, really. Yeah. Um, so they're happy with that. It doesn't have to be one or the other. Yeah, I think it, it depends on people's mentalities. In the past, I have had a couple of people over the years who I've invited along um to brummies and and their and their attitude has basically been like well i couldn't possibly network between 10 and 12 yeah. and, it, and networking <laughs> isn't just to be treated as something that you do as a bit of a sideline it, it networking for a lot of people and i would say pretty much the majority of all our regulars it's it's an important part of marketing their business it's so work. spending time there isn't just being away from work it is part of work yeah, and the different groups, Danny said about BNI, there are people that will move chapters because one chapter won't work for them, but another chapter will. So it's not that BNI 
doesn't work. It's that this particular group isn't right. They join a different one. There's people that have tried to replicate what Brummies does. It doesn't work for them at the same level either. Yeah. It's sometimes you just get that right mix of people in the right venue at the right time. And there's, there's a chemistry and it's not a formula that you can just pick up and transplant into somewhere else. No. And that's the thing. It, it, it takes, you know, in order to get the people, you've got to create the right conditions to bring those people in. I mean, I, I remember our very first meeting uh, that we that we laid on, and I think we had about 12 people. And then since then, it's just steadily grown. And that's just about having the right sort of people in the room who keep coming back, who then become our advocates because they then realise there is no catch. Because that, that's the other thing we've I've found over the years. The odd person has... Uh, assumed there is some sort of catch it being free because I, and I've been to other events in the past where it sounds pretty good it either sounds cheap or free but then you get pounced on by a membership people and you 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 try to be uh, what's a friendlier term for coerced uh, yeah can't think of one but I, <laughs> I, know I, I have mean. had I, comments I like that and, it, and it's it's not the case with us it's it's Free, 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 completely free, zero free. Yeah, I do get asked how do how do we make money out of Brummies, and uh, you know the, the glib answer is quite successfully, thank you. But I, you know, the same way as everybody else does, we get referrals for business. Yeah, absolutely. You know, well, clearly we don't make any money at the door, and we don't sell the teas and coffees. So you know, it's, it's not a massive stretch of the imagination just to assume that. We have to make it a success for everyone else in order to make it a success for us. Yeah, exactly. It is whatever flavour of networking you do. It is all about members. If if it isn't the right mix of people in the room, if they're not on your wavelength, or if you're not on theirs, there is going to be a group out there for you because yeah. there is so much out there now. You you can't walk thirty yards without seeing a flyer for another event. So yeah, it it isn't it isn't about the organisers, it's not about how flashy the website or Twitter account is. It is all about the members. What is everybody going to be doing over Christmas? Yeah, so you're going to spend it where? Hanover? Yes. Oh, excellent. I'm, so, I'm hoping that, you know, I've actually told you that before and it's not just either an amazingly awesome guess. <laughs> or, uh, <laughs> no, I, I, I just... Or was his KGB that. connections again? Yes. <laughs> well, I was, I, was, I was going to say Frankfurt and then do the joke about are you going to go to their Birmingham Christmas market? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think we ought to do one. Well, a, a Birmingham Christmas market in Frankfurt. Well, may, maybe not a Christmas that... one. Maybe it's, it's a sort of spring one or something. Because that would be an ironic Black statement. Market. That, that would be going to Germany ironically, I'll give you that. Uh, yes, Hanover. Oh, fabulous. And uh, what about you, Ewan? Are you staying in the UK or...? Uh... Uh, yeah, Brum. Oh, yeah, same here. I'm just... Uh, I think I've, I've earned a couple of weeks off, so um, I'll stay home for Christmas. We'll just have the traditional family one. Got got teenagers now, so I don't know how many more sort of Christmases we all get together before college, uni, and um, other priorities mean that uh, yeah, we don't all get to be uh, to be around. So uh, uh, I shall be. Uh, I'll be Brum based as well. I won't be going far. 
but yeah, it's it is. I'm not a massive fan of Christmas. It's got to be said, but um, I'm always glad of the downtime, just to have a bit of a chill out. Yeah, and next year's going to be an interesting year in terms of networking and business. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. And we will have, hopefully, some rather good guests as well for the podcast coming up in the new year. So stay tuned. Anything better than us for? Well, absolutely. We're, we're, we're probably getting a bit tiresome for a lot of people. Um, so we do need a oh, bit of fresh no, blood. I think we're way past that. <laughs> <laughs> so Merry yes. Christmas, everybody! <laughs> <laughs> It's unlikely we'll be getting another one in before Christmas, so we're going to treat this as our little end-of-year Christmas podcast. We will be back in the new year with some very good guests, I think you'll agree, so do stay tuned to our Twitter, at Brampod, to find out the latest info on that. Uh, so, yeah, without further ado, Merry Christmas, and we'll see you in January, if not before. You've been listening to Brampod, the podcast for small businesses by small businesses. Brought to you by Brummies Networking, the home of free, stripped-back business networking. Produced by Happy Content Co. Follow us on Twitter, at Brumpod. You can subscribe to future episodes using Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, and several other podcast platforms. Just search for Brumpod. And if you've enjoyed what you've heard, then please do consider leaving us a review. Music by Bureaucratic. We'll see you on the next episode. <laughs>